silo B2C and B2B way too much as marketers and, and sales and people involved with RevOps. Because really what I look at social media as is as a playground, right? This is where we do a lot of our testing. We try to test messaging. We try to test campaigns. But it's also where we look for social intelligence. The B2B Marketing Exchange brings together B2B marketing and sales practitioners from across the country to get the latest tools and tips they need to succeed. Now, we're bringing the insights from the stage to your ears. I'm Claudia Tarico, And I'm Kelly Lindenau. And this is the B2B Marketing Exchange Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the B2BMX Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Lindenau. And honestly, I'm just over here astounded that we're already on season seven of the podcast. It feels like just yesterday I was losing sleep over recording the first episode of season six. And now here we are. And wow, they really do grow up fast. So I figured there's no better way to kick the season off than coming to you with the recording from the marketplace of the B2B sales and marketing exchange in Boston. I'm currently in the middle of the show floor and I'm lucky enough to have snagged Brooke Sellis, founder and CEO of B Squared Media, to chat with me about the event, her session, and the latest trends in social media, with a specific focus on social listening. Brooke, welcome to the pod. How are you? How's the show? Fill me in. Thank you so much for having me. I'm having the best time. It's so rare that you get to step back and kind of learn (laughs) as the CEO of the company, and that's exactly what I've taken time to do the past few days. So I'm having a great time. I'm learning a lot. I have pages of notes. So thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. So again, we're very excited that you're here. So now I'm just going to jump into the questions with you. So tell me, what role does social media play in B2B marketing? And, you know, why is it so important for marketers to leverage it? Yeah, I think, you know, we silo B2C and B2B way too much as marketers and and sales and people involved with RevOps. Because really what I look at social media as is as a playground, right? This is where we do a lot of our testing. We try to test messaging. We try to test campaigns. But it's also where we look for social intelligence. And what I mean by that is if we're using something like social listening with our social media marketing strategy, we can look for the voice of the customer data that will help us make better data-driven decisions, not just with marketing and sales, but with product development, research and development, Packaging, we've made packaging decisions based on social listening. We've even chosen new retail locations, brick and mortar locations based on social intelligence and voice of customer data. So I just think social listening plays an incredibly important role in social media marketing, and I don't know why more people aren't doing it. Absolutely. And now, so stemming off that, you actually touched on what I would like to home in on here. And Why is it so important for marketers to understand customer voices and incorporate that into their marketing strategies? You know, does it help add some more credibility to their campaigns? Definitely. I think first we have to think about the psychology behind marketing, right? It's a lot of of psychology and a lot of sociology. It's kind of the intersection of those two things. As marketers, we make a lot of gut decisions on what we want to do or what we think the customer wants. But why not just go out and ask? 
Traditionally, we had focus groups and, and surveys, but what we're seeing more and more with research is that customers are tired of filling out surveys. So if you use social listening to kind of listen in on all of those conversations that are taking place on the World Wide Web, through social media, any open source channels, you can start to understand that voice of customer information about not only your brand and your products, but about your industry, your competitors. So then you're taking all of this information, bringing it back and slicing and dicing it in really creative ways to come up with creative campaigns. Absolutely. So now I would like to flip this over and talk about social media listening because now you know you need to use the voice, but now how can marketers listen? And again, why is that so effective for them and why do they need to really harness that? So there are a lot of social media listening tools out there. I try to be agnostic. We love and use Sprout Social, but there are many. And essentially, I think the most important thing you need to understand before you get into social listening is what am I trying to prove, right? What's the why? I think another important distinction we need to make when it comes to social media listening is that most of us are actually doing social media monitoring, right? It's very real. Active. Those are conversations that are coming into your brand or when your brand's being tagged. But listening brings you to a proactive level, right? It takes us from what, which is that reactive monitoring, to why, which is the proactive listening. So if we can find out what we want to answer as far as why, why do people like our brand? Why do people choose our competitors over us? Why is this product performing better than that product? If we can start to think of those why questions, those are things we can answer with social listening. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Now, this is kind of similar to what I just asked, but in terms of understanding, how can marketers understand the voice of their customer? Yeah, and I think this is so important with B2B marketing especially because I know a lot of you aren't gonna like what I'm about to say, but a lot of B2B content is bland. It just falls flat. And we're constantly spending more and more time and more and more money on content, but people aren't starved for content. They're starved for connection. So when we use social listening to look at things like sentiment scoring, how people feel about something, also called opinion mining, by the way, we're looking at those opinions and feelings. We're looking at those pain points and those pleasure points, and we're able to then better message ourselves around those opinions and feelings. I also think that B2B content needs to incorporate more opinions and feelings in their content. You know, a lot of it's really just cliche and fact-based, and that does nothing to build trust or relationship. So all of this opinion mining or understanding those feelings, soliciting those opinions and feelings, and then using that information to create better marketing is what we're trying to get companies to do a better job with. Absolutely. And now, we are at the Sales and Marketing Exchange, so I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you some questions about the event. So here's what I'm wondering. What are you looking forward to most, you know, at the show? And what's been your favorite part, aside from chatting with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is definitely my favorite. But number two to you would probably be, you know, we're looking at more ABM or account-based marketing strategies to implement with B-Squared Media in 2023. And I think it's not only helpful for us, but because we work with a lot of global, large B2B brands, we can not only learn for ourselves, but kind of learn for our clients as well. So it's like a it's like a win-win-win, which is the best kind of win. Everybody wins. So <laughs> that is what I'm most looking forward to, obviously, besides talking to you. Yeah. Perfect. And now, of course, you are presenting a breakout session here, and we're all so excited for it. So can you kind of give those listening who, you know, weren't able to make the show 
kind of a couple takeaways and advice that you plan on sharing with the attendees? Yeah, I think number one, well, we've said it all here, right, today. So I think number one, if you're not using social listening already, it's something I would definitely invest in for 2023 and beyond. Moving beyond that and, and, you know, utilizing social listening for voice of the customer data would be very important as number two. But number three, as I said, I think buying is based on emotion. 95% of why we buy is based on emotion. So why aren't B2B brands using more emotion in their marketing? So I think getting over that hump of using only cliches and fact in our B2B messaging and moving into that opinions and feelings space will help B2B marketers do a much better job of driving consumer behavior for conversion or purchase. All right, perfect. Brooke, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking with you today. Thanks so much for having me. And if you haven't come out to this event, I highly encourage you to make sure you come out next time. You heard it here, folks. You need to come here next year. So with that, that is a wrap on the opening episode of season seven of the B2BMX podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. And please remember to subscribe to the pod on your podcast player of choice. So you're always in the loop for more episodes. All right, Brooke and I have to head back to the show floor now, so I hope you all take care.